You're listening to Protect His House on the Armor Up podcast. Our goal is to connect the good news of the gospel with our everyday lives. Here's this week's episode. Welcome to Protect His House, episode six. I'm Will Washington. Thanks for listening. It is important to be fueled by the right thing. What do I mean by that? Well, if you take a car into a gas station, it would make no sense to walk out with a bottle of Gatorade and attempt to fuel your car with that. It's not going to work. Instead, you would always fill it with gasoline. That's what a car is going to run on. That just makes sense. The same thing is true in sports, but in the opposite way. In sports, if you saw a football player during a game, during a timeout, drinking some gasoline in order to fill him up, you would call him crazy and you'd actually be very worried for him. That would not be a great decision. But if he were drinking a bottle of Gatorade, that would make a lot of sense because that is a helpful fuel when you're playing a sport. So why do I say that? Because C.S. Lewis has a quote that goes like this. God made us. He invented us as a man invents an engine. A car is made to run on gas and it would not run properly on anything else. Now, God, God designed the human machine to run on himself. He himself is the fuel that our spirits were designed to burn or the food that our spirits were designed to feed on. Now, here's the thing. Whether we're aware of it or not, something is fueling each one of us every single day. What do I mean by that? I mean that something is driving us, motivating us. It's this thing that we think about a lot. It captures our imagination. It's something that we worry about when we don't have it or we celebrate it when we do have it. It can be success at something. It can be someone's approval. It can be something specific that we really want. It could be anything. But according to C.S. Lewis, if that thing is not God, then we are running on the wrong fuel. And like a car in the long run, that's not going to work out. Now, if you look at the Bible, this theme happens all the time. I want to tell you today about something that happens in the book of Zephaniah in the Old Testament. You may have never heard of it. It's a very random book. I'll tell you what's going on in it. Zephaniah was a prophet of revival. In that time period, God had just named King Josiah the king when he was eight years old, which is crazy, but God is in the business of using weak people to show his strength. And King Josiah realized that in that time period, God's people were being fueled by other things, by other idols, by other gods. So God raised up the prophet Zephaniah to speak truth to the people. And in the first part of the book, God speaks through Zephaniah to speak judgment on his people because whenever we love other things more than God, whenever something else is more important to our happiness or our reason for living than God is, that is always going to bring problems into our lives. So he calls them out through Zephaniah like a doctor telling them that they're sick. But like a good doctor, he tells them the cure. So in Zephaniah 3.15, and towards the end of the book, it says, The Lord has taken away your punishment. And that actually points forward to Jesus and his work on the cross, the ultimate demonstration and the ultimate way that God was going to take away our punishment. How do I know that? Because the entire Bible, even the Old Testament, points to Jesus. So whenever you go to church, no matter where you go, the preacher should be taking every single sermon to Jesus, regardless of how entertaining or funny he is, regardless of how wise or helpful the sermon is, it has to point to Jesus to really do its job. And in Zephaniah 3.17, he adds to it and he says, the Lord, your God is with you. The mighty warrior who saves, he will take great delight in you. In his love, he will no longer rebuke you, but will rejoice over you with singing. That's one of my favorite verses in the whole Bible, Zephaniah 3.17. Jack Miller once said, cheer up, 
You're a lot worse than you think you are. But cheer up, because in Jesus, you're more loved, accepted, and delighted in than you could ever imagine. And that is exactly what Zephaniah is telling God's people. That when we turn to things other than God as our fuel, in the end, that's not going to work out for us. But in Christ, we are more loved and valued and forgiven and accepted and delighted in than we could ever imagine. I want you to think about this. That means that in this very moment, for all who have trusted in Jesus and what he did on the cross, that means that God delights in you in this very moment. I want you to picture that. The creator of all things, the most powerful being that there is, who has always existed, he's eternal, he's infinite, he's ultimately powerful, rejoices in you. He sings over you right now in this moment if you're in Christ. Why does that matter? Because God's delight for you is a better source of fuel than anything else. He doesn't delight in you because you earned it. He doesn't delight in you because you did something awesome today, but he delights in you because of what Jesus did for you. That is the fuel that you and I were made to run on. That's the only fuel that will never let us down and it will never run out. So today I want you to ask, what is fueling you? And what would it look like to remember God's delight in you because of Jesus, his rejoicing over you because of Jesus? And what would it look like if that delight truly became your fuel today? That's a prayer that I've been saying every morning this week. Lord, help your delight in me because of Jesus become my fuel today. So let me pray for us. God, we love you. And we just pray that you would help us believe that that is true. We would help You would help us believe in your delight for us, your love for us, your rejoicing over us, not because of our performance, but because of what Jesus has done. And I pray that we would turn from the other things that we look to for fuel. And instead, we would allow your approval of us be our fuel today. We pray that in Christ's name. Amen.